Hola, 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 y bienvenidos a Ayuda, I Failed Spanish. Este podcast es para todos ustedes que no pasaron su clase de español. Al mismo tiempo, este podcast debe ser divertido. Soy Jameson, su nuevo profesor virtual. Escuchen mientras yo enseño a Miguel. Recuerden, el enfoque de su español es utilizarlo para conversaciones. Me encanta la gramática, pero esa parte de español no es tan importante ahora. Miguel ha estudiado español varias veces durante sus años en el colegio y la universidad, pero ahora tiene ganas de utilizarlo en la vida cotidiana. ¡Vámonos! Hola Miguel, ¿cómo Hola. estás? Bien y muy feliz. ¿Y tú? Bueno, estoy bien. Estoy un poco aburrido porque mi trabajo nuevo no ha empezado. Mm, empezado. Empezar to begin. Ah, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Sí, um, lo siento. Gracias. Uh, <laughs> bueno, ¿qué, ¿qué hiciste hoy? ¿Qué, ¿Qué haces hoy? What do you do today? Trabaja en... Mi podcast de uh, español. Um, muy bien. Yes, sí. ¿Haces y, Duolingo o no? Um, sí, sí, un poco. Un poco. You know, just enough to keep the streak going. Have you seen a progress happen? Like, in what? In the amount that you're using Duolingo, are you seeing growth in what you're able to understand and use? Oh, yes. Understand and use maybe 1,000%. Per well, use in terms of like um, reading, yes. Comprehending, yes. Mm -hmm. Listening, yes. Using when it's coming out of my mouth. I don't know. Like Duolingo is helpful for that, but it's not the most helpful. Yeah. No, so. that makes sense. I feel like speaking, well, speaking is normally the last part of communication to develop and be in a decent spot. So props to you for even being at a spot where you feel like you understand and you can communicate with me in Spanish a decent bit, you know? Thanks. For anybody that's listening to the podcast and has been doing their Duolingo, what wisdom do you have for them right now? They've been doing it for a while. Maybe they're hitting a plateau. What tips, what tricks have you found to be helpful for you? For Spanish in, in general? Mm-hmm. Or to find committing a, to Duolingo. To find a Jameson. <laughs> and then to committing to Duolingo, I'd say take a screenshot every time you get um, the fire flame emoji filled in for your streak and maybe yeah. send it to somebody so that you um, so that, that you just have some sort of accountability. That's just a nice thing to do. But I'd say that for those of you who are struggling or you think you've plateaued, then I'm going to assume that you have done every level offered to you within each section. You're not just skipping around like maybe yeah. some other people I know do. And then the other thing I'd say is um, you can there are many ways to approach the the curriculum, if you will. You could just like fill it in, fill in the blanks like a worksheet. Another thing you can do is, even if you may not need the help or you may not need it to be repeated again, 
just just keep pressing that the speaker emoji um, so that you can keep hearing the pronunciation and really try to hone in your vowels and like kind of treat it as if it's asking you to say it. Um, so like kind of speaking along with everything that you're doing and everything that you're hearing, breaking it down grammatically, you know, all that good stuff. And then trying to maybe go through some verb conjugation charts when there are full sentences presented, just going a little bit above and beyond, um, just clicking through because a Duolingo has this trap of like being really satisfying to do with your fingers. So just like, just really like dive in, in a personal way, I guess. And then you'll, you'll be good to go. Yeah, no. And I want to go back to, you said like, find a Jameson and thank you. That's super kind. Uh, also to all of you that were my former students who are listening, look at the blessing that you had in your life. That's all I want to remind you. Um, (laughs) but with that though, it is so important to have somebody who is willing to partner with you and walk with you through literally the journey of learning Spanish. And so if you have somebody in your life, or if you would love for Michael to be that person in your life reach out to us on Instagram. <laughs> I will definitely we'll learn with you. you. <laughs> you will. Yeah, I mean, it's so much fun. You. Yeah, it is fun. Um, and we, I'm glad to be doing it with you. I hope our listeners are finding some kind of support system in hearing just as you are progressing through Spanish one, essentially you're taking a Spanish one course in this podcast, but all the highlights uh, their, their memories are being jogged. They're also seeing, oh, wait, somebody else has the same confusions that I do or had the same breakthrough that I do, which is exciting. We want that. Mm. And so if you're having that, and if you have questions for Michael, reach out to us because we would love to answer them. And we would love to hear all the successes that you guys have. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. Uh, But speaking of you, Miguel, let's talk about your homework, your Taki Tuesday homework from last week. How did the video go? How were your Mm. taquitos? Tell Mm -mm -mm. me everything. Taquitos, they were muy delicioso. And they filled me up really nicely. The frijoles negros were good um, on the palate, as in on the tongue. But Mm -hmm. my body does not farewell with beans down the road it's like the the road trip is fun but then once you get to the destination get out of the car don't feel too great so that's where i was on the frijoles you know the nachos nachos are pretty classic and i'm going to devour whenever they're in front of me there are very few things you can put on top of nachos that will deter me from cleaning the plate so i have no complaints there to be honest the only thing that I would say was not so bueno was the fact that we couldn't go to a place like a, yeah. an authentic place and sit down and like enjoy the space just because of the just because of the world right now. Totally. Well, and if you guys haven't seen the video that Michael recorded kind of describing all of his food, you need to check it out on Instagram. It is there for you to enjoy. I was very impressed. Your wife, our producer, Judy, said you are a one-take wonder, and it was fantastic. I loved it. it. (laughs) Good. It was one take. I'm trying to be a balance of educational and entertaining. It was great. I loved it. I was impressed by your pronunciation. You were on the right track. It was going well. 
and um, yeah. you are energetic. Food. I love food. In college, this was my focus in my degree, which is in Spanish, but food and food culture is what I'm passionate about. So I'm excited to even just dip a toe into the world of food and ordering in Spanish for you and for all of our listeners. So this is part one, and today my goal is to get you set up for Friday's episode in which we are going to learn how to order in Spanish and how to get through, okay. navigate an entire experience in a restaurant. Yes. Bien? Muy bien. Muy bien. Okay, so first thing that I want to know is... What do you remember? If I told you the title of today's lesson is People, Places, and Items in a Restaurant, or Things We Gotta Know About a Restaurant, what do you already know? Um, well, like in terms of words? Yeah, vocab, oh. expressions, all anything that you know. Um, yeah, right. Okay, so I know that uh, Camarera is a waitress. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, camarero, um, waiter, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, we can go with camarero, camarera, or mesero and mesera. Either one. Okay. They all work. Um, y plato is a plate, a plato de, you know, or uh, pescado, fish. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know some basic stuff. Carne, mm -hmm. um, cerno. El cerdo, um, como like pork. El cerdo. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. I can kind of I could order but I don't know if like it would be the most polite way of ordering totally yeah. totally totally yeah yeah all right so then let's give you a couple of verbs nouns okay adjectives all these things that we can and maybe an expression or two just to prep you because on Friday we are going to spend some time learning phrases and practicing back and forth on how to actually order something in a restaurant. Sounds great. Wonderful. The one thing I will say that I, I do want to learn is how to say, are there any almonds in this? Okay. I'm allergic to almonds. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, you have right. Benadryl. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is something for Judy to learn as well. <laughs> maybe that's a whole household learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe that's a whole uh, episode in and of itself. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, guys, if you're listening to us and you are in the car, please do not take notes. But if you are in your room, in your kitchen, somewhere that you are able to take notes, feel free to jot some of these down. Michael, you as well are jotting some of the terms down See. as we learn a little bit of expression. So, to start, we already know siempre. that a siempre, siempre, we're always jotting notes. A uh, camarero and a mesero, or a camarera and a mesera, are going to be our waiters and waitresses. Where do they work? In el restaurante. El or un restaurante. They work in the or a restaurant. Are there any restaurantes in Queens o Astoria que son mexicanos o sí, yes. guatemaltecos? Sí, um... Demole. Okay. Es un restaurante de Mexico. The, the best places are the ones that aren't always there. But the one that I order from the most is Demole. I love it. All right. Well, as we continue, we have El Menu, which is an example of a 
Cognate, it's the menu. There we go. We have La Cuenta, which comes the at check. the end of the meal. The check. We love it. Uh, we have El Plato del Dia. The plate of the day. Plate of the day, which we might also say like... Special. special. Yeah, the special. So an a plato can literally be a plate. It could also be a meal. Or like a dish. A dish, mm. I guess is a better way to say it. Um, so we have el plato del dia. We have two verbs that I love. Querer. Do you know what querer is? Um, would like to have. Yeah, to want. Or to yeah. want. And then is we it- have... Say what? It looks like a it looks like a combination of uh want like quiero and mm-hmm. um to have tener. Yeah, actually, that's a really good way to put it. I like that. It is quiero is that yo form that I want yo quiero yo quiero Taco Bell. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, I know they were dropping Spanish on us. They were. All right. So as we continue. We have desear and querer. So querer to want, desear, kind of a cognate, similar. They look similar. What might that be saying? To to desear, kind of a cognate, to decide, to choose. So close. That's going to be desidered. But desear is like querer, but it's another way to say it. Huh. Oh, 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 you're that's what it is. It's like querer, but another mm-hmm. way to say it. Okay. How do you spell desear? De, E, S, E, A, R. Wow. Cool. So, not to want, but to, to desire. Oh, to desire. Oh, to I desire. see what you're saying. Like to want to have, right. Yeah, so if I say like, hey, yeah, yeah. que us comer? What do you desire, what do you to, desire to eat? To eat. Or que quieres comer? What do you want to eat? Yeah, what do you want to eat? What do you want to, what do you desire to eat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the meals of the day, we have el desayuno. El desayuno is going to be breakfast. We're going to have el almuerzo for lunch. And then la cena for dinner. And then the last one I want to give you is, como se dice, like, a table? Mesa. There we go. So, una mesa. So, if we know that we're saying, like, yo, uh, bueno, hay una mesa, una mesa libre, an open table, free table, una mesa ocupada, is like, a, uh, esa mesa está ocupada, like, it's already full. So, we might want to know a couple things about tables. Yo necesito that, una mesa para dos personas, por favor. Excelente. Excelente. So those are your terms, a couple of phrases, ideas that you want to know prior to actually learning how to ask and order food in Spanish. But I wanted to close the lesson with just some basic street foods, some of the basics. What basic Mexican street foods are you aware of? Tacos. Wonderful. I am aware of burritos. Love it. I am aware of the plates that can come in the form of like fajitas, but okay. or or just like an open plate of like beans, rice, and a meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching some sort of a documentary about fried or grilled crickets. 
Oh, is that on Chef's Table? There's an episode on Netflix. I want to say it's on Chef's Table about a restaurant in Mexico, I believe, that uses all of these very specific seasonal um, seasonal ingredients. And I want to say one of them is crickets. I used to show it in my class. It's absolutely incredible. Hmm. It's one of those super experimental, fancy restaurants. But they talk about how cricket, or maybe it's ants. I believe it's ants. And the ants are such a delicacy because they're only available these two months based on when they're actually out in the world. Poor ants. I know. I know. Well, a couple of things that we could talk about are we have a taco, which we know about tacos. We know. Do you know what a torta is? Um, it's like a small taco that's fried. No. Oh. But that is also a street food. A torta is going to be a sandwich. Oh, so a torta cool. is going to be a delicious sandwich. You can have Yummy. refried beans on it, meat, maybe some veggies, uh, some lechuga, whatever. Oh, I mean, you're going to put a whole bunch of stuff on a torta. It's essentially the Mexican street food version of a sandwich. And we have something called elote. Have you ever heard of elote? No. Oh, my is God. Is it corn? Fried it corn? It is corn. It is not necessarily fried. It's roasted on the roasted. cob. Roasted, yes. It is one of my absolute favorite things. They are going to put um, on elote. It's going to be some mayo. Mm. It's essentially Mexican street corn. And so elote. Oh, with, with um, <clears throat> like some, some spices on top of the, the mayo and stuff? Oh, yeah. Some lime, maybe some chili yeah. powders, some mayo. So there are elote carts in uh, Queens, scattered all throughout Queens. If I you used can to have see elote, them. I it. should I should do it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anytime, hands down. If you love corn, that the flavor is so rich. It's so really good. Do. So 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 good. Okay. We have, of course, churros, and these are Mexican churros. Um, have you ever had a churro? I've seen them. They're they're yeah. I've seen them a lot on the subway. They're really tasty, and Mexican churros are different than Spanish churros. Okay. We have churros, and then the final one is a tamale. Do you know what a tamale is? It is something that's then wrapped in like a corn husk, I think. You're so right. So a tamale has yeah. three parts. We have the masa, and a masa is pretty much a dough that's from ground corn, and then it has maybe some fat in it. Uh or some water and lime, like to make it an actual dough. And that is what you are going to put inside of your tamale wrapper. And the wrapper is usually going to be a corn husk that is wrapped tightly around the masa and then the filling. So the filling is the last part, and that's what's in the center. Usually it's going to be pork or chicken, and you'll probably have like salsa or like a mole sauce. And it could have, I mean, you could do a vegetarian tamale. You could have beans. Or sometimes there are tamales that don't even have fillings. It's just the the masa inside of the tamale wrapper. Mm -hmm. mm. So those are tamales. Absolutely delicious. I had a student, a former student of mine, uh, who has family that is Mexican, used to uh, make with his, with his family tamales. And I never had them, but my students used to say they are phenomenal. It is one of my life goals to have a homemade tamale from 
family that has has the recipe that they love because when you find something like that oh my gosh you can't go wrong it's so delicious no no so delicious but that's your lesson for today dude this is prep for friday el viernes for our episode where we are going to actually practice and learn how to order in spanish order food in spanish but now it is time for our juego de vocabulario y modismos for those of you guys that are just tuning in with us you know this is a podcast that we like to do some games on and this game is can we stump michael yeah for real can we stump him with some words we are notoriously overconfident about the words that we choose and michael is incredibly talented when it comes to guessing well for those of you guys that are not here with us as we record your goal is to see if you can figure out the word before michael does now I'm adding a new layer from our dear friend, producer Judy. Uh, we are going to see if you guys can, those of you listening, can spell the word before Michael spells the word. So normally, Michael, you ask me to spell it. I am now going to say it and see if you can also spell it. In oh, Spanish. no. I know. So give yourself a point. If you can spell it before Michael, if you know the word before Michael, just defeat Michael. Gosh. All right. So we have two Dos palabras de vocabulario y un modismo. Hoy. Bien? Muy bien. Okay. Palabra número uno. Okay. Es un sustantivo, a noun, and it is el jabón. El jabón. Um, J. En español, señor J. Ah, J. Um, a. B. O. I will give it to you. The only thing I would add would be O con acento. El jabón. Con acento with an accent. Yep, there's an accent on that O. El jabón. El jabón. Can I please have a hint? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Para lavarse las manos, necesitas el jabón y el agua. Soap. There we go, senor, the soap. <laughs> well, okay. wait, so what was the timing on that? Who beat me there? Yo, I if feel... you beat me, honk your horn. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be all over the nation. Just random horns honking. If you beat Michael, would you please let us know on Instagram? Because Judy and I do not want to be defeated. All right. Palabra número dos. Es un verbo. Okay. Es un verbo. And the verbo is... Estirarse. 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 Okay. Um, e, S, E, T, what? T. Sorry, T, E, um, R, A, R, S, E. Si, señor, estirarse. Estirarse. May I have a hint? Um, estirarse es una acción con el cuerpo cuando muevas los brazos para estirarse. <laughs> it's about, the inflection is important there. 
Is it stretching? Si, senor. There we go. I'm feeling good. I hope that all of our listeners already got that word before you. And... (laughs) All right. Palabra numero tres. This is our bonus word. La almendra. La almendra. Almendra? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is it um A M A N A D R A? So close, the only thing I would add is Almendra. Almendra. A L A M A. A L A M A? Al oh 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 oh. Um okay. La almendra. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. May I have a hint? Si. Tu no puedes comer las almendras. Almonds. Thanks. There we go. And here's the thing is about the almond, the almond one. If you spelled it correctly at all, you beat me because I was wrong, right? That's true. We will so give can you... I... 50%? We're not going to give you any percent, but we're going to give our listeners 300%. Oh, my word. Si, senor. All right, your final one is a modismo. Modis. Our modismo is the equivalent of, in English, an idiom, so an expression. The modismo this time is one of my favorites, and it is ponte las pilas. Ponte? Ponte las pilas. Las pilas. Um, fluff the pillows. So wrong, but we love the effort. Dang it. No, I want to take it back. I just wanted to be like, Ooh. boom, mic drop. I'm so sorry, wow. Judy. I believe as we calculate points, that means he has a total of one for eight. What? One for eight what? Yep. One for eight points of what? Exactly. <laughs> I got the first two right. <laughs> I don't know if we could say that, but we we hear you. <laughs> well, at least I'm being heard. Okay, so even though I got that wrong, can I have a hint and then guess one more time just for my own sake? <sighs> listeners won. You guys won, but I still want to try to guess. I want to know all the listeners who actually know this, uh, who know this modismo because it's a fantastic modismo that I love to use with my, uh, yeah, with students when they're driving me nuts. Hmm. Like, hey, ponte las pilas. Oh, pilas. Um, I don't know. You can tell me. Sh- kick the, you know, shut your mouth. Kick, kick the... the bucket or shut your mouth. <laughs> no. Uh, ponte las pilas literalmente significa put your batteries in. Whoa. Yeah. As a phrase, it's almost like get your act together. Look alive. Put some energy into it. Like, yo, track with me, dude. Ponte las, ponte las pilas. Ponte las pilas. Sí. Las pilas. Yeah, I was very far off from that. I know. So, listeners, if you guys crushed. even just thought in Spanish during that, you beat Michael, and we're grateful no, no. for you for playing. <laughs> no, no. But it is time for our final segment, which is uh, another classic Sabes Que con producer Judy. Hola, hola, hola. Hola, Judy. ¿Cómo estás? Hola. Uh, muy, muy bien. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so I have a feeling that Miguel does not ponte las pilas when I do sabes que. I feel like you might be right. <laughs> Look at him and say, okay. hey, ponte las pilas. Miguel, ponte las pilas. 
Okay, he's awake. All right, sabeske. Do you know sabeske means do you know? Today we're going to be talking about mole. Mole is a traditional marinade and sauce used in Mexican cuisine. Today's all oh, about wait. food. All about Did we food. hear about mole? What do we use mole in, Judy? Wait, when? Today? Yeah, we just talked oh. about mole. What Mexican street food is mole in? Um, I don't know. Tamale, tamales? Yes, ma'am. I was going to say, I don't think I had ponte la pilas during. My pilas are not in. So Mexican cuisine, um, this is a a term kind of used for a lot of different like sauces and things used to cook. Um, but generally it has fruit, chili, pepper, um, nuts, spices, black pepper, cinnamon, cumin, all these things. But when people say mole, the most popular is mole poblano, which is known for its color. Miguel, Ooh. do you know what color mole, mole poblano is? No. Uh, it's an ancient dish from the state of Puebla. Uh, it has been called the national dish of Mexico. Now, this is where it gets really good. Mole poblano contains 20 ingredients about, including chocolate, which is used to counteract the heat of the chili peppers in the recipe. It helps reinforce the sauce's dark color from the mulatto peppers. This sauce is often used um, to serve over turkeys at big celebrations, weddings, birthday parties, all those things. And it is sudak. It's super That's tasty. All. Now, yeah. you talked about the uh, state of Puebla, and Puebla, Me Mexico, is also tied to a specific holiday, which we will tell you guys on Friday. Ooh, if cool. you know what holiday the Battle of Puebla is attached to, feel free to let us know. We may even have a little prize for you. Well, guys, it's time for La Tarea. For Michael, it's Tarea. For you guys, it's an opportunity to participate in our Taki Tuesday challenge or have a media assignment where you get to absorb some Spanish into your life. And for this week, our media assignment is to get on Netflix and watch the program Street Food Latin America. There's about, I want to say, six episodes. Episode three takes place in Oaxaca, Mexico. I loved the episode. Super interesting. I'm trying to think of even how to pitch it. It follows a well-known on-the-street uh, chef or vendor who is selling their specific street food and is super well-known for that street food. They also learn a little bit about the story behind that food and the story behind the person they're following. Watch it. I recommend taking an evening to enjoy some comida deliciosa and mirar el video. Michael, you need to do this because it's going to be great. Start with episode three, but if you can watch all six or seven, I say do it. Okay. okay. Excelente. Your speaking assignment for all of you guys that are interested in participating in our Taki Tuesday for a potential prize of a bag of Takis shipped to you wherever you are is you are going to record a video of you describing mi comida favorita en español. So what you're going to do is you're going to send us a video. Michael, you're going to record a video to send to me about mi comida favorita, which would be... My favorite food. Wonderful. You're going to record that. Tell me what's in it. What are the los ingredientes? Y por qué te gusta? Why do you like it? Uh, what makes you like that food sound good 
Yep. Make it sounds great. Wonderful. It's making me hungry. Me too. This is a fantastic week. And guys, if you're not following us on Instagram, feel free to do that over at I Failed Spanish. As we keep going through the series, we will keep having exciting interactive projects and challenges like this Taki taste test. And don't worry, you still have time to join our email list for new and exclusive content only for you guys. Uh, that link is at the bio, I Failed Spanish, on Instagram. And finally, I can't say it enough, if you didn't fail Spanish, that's okay. We're just glad you're with us on Michael's journey, getting some encouragement and hopefully refreshing a little bit of your Spanish. Hasta luego y... Adios. Ayuda is produced by Rock Rising. Follow us on Instagram at Spanish to learn along with us. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta pronto. Hasta mañana. Ciao.